0: Hello and welcome to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Todd Sports. Um, I am Hunter Johnson. I'm joined as always by Cecil Hurt. Real quick, a word on our sponsor, Homefield Apparel. Homefield Apparel is a premium licensed collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that features incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield digs through Alabama's archives to find unique logos and mascots to make thoughtful designs. It prints those logos on the most comfortable tees and hoodies you'll ever own. Um, I personally I have like four shirts, love all of them. The sweatshirt is freaking awesome. It's definitely worth the money. Um, so go to homefieldapparel.com and use the promo code BamaBeat and get 20% off your first order. Again, that's promo code BAMMABEAT um, and at the website homefieldapparel.com for 20% off your first order. We're recording this on uh, Thursday night or Friday, Junior, if you will. Um, this should come out on Friday. As always, I'm joined by Cecil Hurt. Cecil, how we doing? Doing well, Hunter. How are you? Doing well. I mean, Alabama's SEC champs. Freaking A. Who would have ever, <laughs> after, a, after we lost to Western Kentucky in front of Mio Stansbury and Rick and on kids, like we end up winning the SEC championship. So it's been a, been a pretty incredible week.
1: It really has. Um, I, I think for. The the group that was in Starkville, I think that was a you know, I'm, I'm not going to say once in a lifetime, but it it um, vindicated a lot of hard years of fandom for some
0: people. Um, and
1: somebody who 20, was there almost twenty years.
0: There, it was incredibly cathartic because I really I'm it, the 2004 Alabama Mississippi State game where they clinched the SEC title in Tuscaloosa in front of us. Um, I was there. I was sitting in the student section. Timmy Bowers hits the shot in front of us. uh, Timmy effing Bowers, if you will. Um, And honestly, it doesn't hurt as much now because we went over to Starkville and we clinched in front of their fans and got to celebrate on their home court. And it it felt awesome. Right. Although I will
1: say this about Alabama because – the reason I bring this up is because Arkansas used that, oh, Alabama wants to celebrate on our home floor and their ADs there. And, you know, nobody was going to embarrass Arkansas. Nobody embarrassed Mississippi State. They didn't cut down Mississippi State's nets. Or,
0: if know. anything, they got off the court really quick. Yeah, like, they, they wanted, they to, they wanted to get it. to the locker room and celebrate, yeah. And, that's, and, and we both know what it is. It's Musselman trying to create the straw man for his team um musselman sucks but i was I, see, so I have to, <laughs> this is my own aside musselman sucks um he's a nerd he sucks um so that was tim creating the straw man
1: i will um, say they're playing very well right now they're so playing cool.
0: really really well i mean they have shot like 73 free throws in the last two games um <laughs> but that's either here nor there but no they're playing very very well but like thankfully you know Ben Holland, he might have tried to create that straw band. I doubt that he did because he's not a nerd. He probably um, he,
1: he probably didn't. You know, he just he just puts them out there and tells them to play hard, and that's what they do.
0: And I'll um, say this about Mississippi so. State: I don't think anybody was expecting them to, you know, have eight wins in the league this year. And they, I mean, they have, a, have an opportunity to go 500 in the league. They were picked at the very bottom of the league because they, they didn't return hardly anything. They didn't so like,
1: return. My dude was about the only returning,
0: and lost a lot. Reggie Perry, yeah. And yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, so he's done a good job with them. They, they, they're not a great. They defend team, well. Team, but yeah. Um, yeah, they can end up nine and nine. They'll probably be in the eight nine game, but um, they've done well. Right.
0: And and I will
1: say this too: if they're playing Kentucky in the eight-nine game, that's not a guaranteed win for Kentucky.
0: I completely agree with you. Now I am like a little bit. I'm worried about the possibility of facing Kentucky because they have so much talent, and you worry about if they put it all together.
1: Yeah, they've had games. They've had games this year, like their game at Florida.
0: Yeah, where they were really
1: good. Um, so you just don't know where their mindset is, whatever the fan numbers turn out to be they'll have three quarters of the fans
0: but it won't be anything like it is normally and, and let's let's hold up we'll get to that toward yep. the end of the podcast let's let's focus on Alabama okay. 64 sure. 59 win in startville um leading scorer for banda Shaq for 19 off the bench felt like that first half he really if he doesn't have that first half um I don't know that Alabama ends up winning that game you mean clearly, right sorry what I say Jack. Jack? sorry yeah yeah I mean yeah, I'm, right. I'm in Quinterly my bad we, we would edit that out but we're pretty we're pretty no frills here so we'll just leave it in whatever um yeah and then also so it was Quinterly really scoring the basketball in the first half it was also Alabama's defense I mean Alabama holds them to 21 points in the first half I and mean, that's like that's pretty darn impressive even though they're not a great offensive team but like I mean they obviously scored a, they scored 38 in the second half. Like if, and, if you don't play such locked down defense you're not going to get out of there with a win
1: and captain off the boards was the other thing you know it, they're going to score on you with second chance points and alabama out rebounded them over there
0: so that was and captain they only had 11 um, offensive rebounds alabama had 17 right. um so yeah pretty good rebound percentage um, i thought i mean <laughs> Now, he didn't have a great game a couple of nights ago, but freaking James Rojas with the dagger, like, and he had a good, it wasn't just that, he had a good overall game, played 14 minutes, has nine points, four of four from the line, one of two from three, six boards, and hits the dagger with about 40 seconds left.
1: Yeah, when neither team could make the big shot and you kept saying, oh, you know, they're they're going to throw one in and. And if you were an Alabama fan, you, you were worried about that, because State's done it before, as Hunter mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Rojas to, to step up and, hey, no hesitation. I'll give him credit for that.
0: And, so and not I remember – so I was, like, really nervous in the last, you know, four minutes of this game. Because, I mean, they weren't I mean, sure, State yeah. had it to three for a while, but, like, I'm looking at the Ken Palm win probability – Alabama never got below a 77% chance of winning the game in the last four minutes. It did not feel that way at all at the time, um, because no. I mean, it was a three point game for a while and neither team could make a bucket and then boom, old Jimmy basketball just drains the dagger in the corner.
1: <laughs> you know, when you're on the road, you you do worry about things like that. I think uh, as a fan and, and as a team, um, I was, you never know. The home team's going to get a break, going to get a foul call. And and then it's a one-point game and then pressure. But he did handle the pressure. Right. So, um, enough on that game, I guess, and move to Tuesday night.
0: Okay. So, Iron Bowl basketball, as it's, it's called by everyone, and that's a, a noted, That's a shot at Cole Kubelik right there. <laughs> Iron Bowl basketball. Um, so, at the beginning of the game – before the game, we think that Sharif Cooper, they say he's probably not going to play. Um, and then he comes out and warms up, but ends up not playing. I have no idea what went on there. I think he was just probably not one hundred percent and didn't, just didn't play. Look back back. Didn't look one hundred percent in warm up. will certainly, yeah, right. Not um, Alabama gets out to a, a good, a nice little lead early. Um, but I mean, credit to Auburn, they they stayed in it. And it was a couple of runs by Alabama, one with about, I guess, 14 minutes, with about the 14-minute mark in the first half. Alabama goes on a 14-2 run and really extends right. it. Um, right. But, you know, Auburn cuts it to a, we and Cecil have talked about this offline, Auburn, so Auburn goes zone. And, you know, you, you would like to think that Alabama could shoot them out of it, but Alabama just wasn't shooting the ball great. So we weren't really shooting them out of it. And so they were able to play this zone, slow the game slow the game down tremendously. Um, so we got to a point. Auburn goes in a, on a nice little, I think it was a 7-0 run, cuts the mm-hmm. lead to five. Right. And they're on deep. They're on defense. They have a really good defensive possession. We kick it out to Petty with like maybe two or three on the shot clock. Petty throws in a three, bottom, and that was a, that was a turning point a, of the game.
1: And and a guarded three. It wasn't no, a kick out was, to the yeah. wide open Petty. They, they wasn't it him.
0: like a run out? Like this, he had a hand in his face and he drained it which propelled Alabama to a 10-0 run.
1: Right, right. And then um, finally they had to come out of the zone primarily because Shaq was, was getting that corner shot against the right. zone and hit two of those. Um, and and they just – again, I wish that, that people who didn't see the first game um, at Auburn Arena with Sharif Cooper – First game back and back and forth and up and down in the 94 to 90 game. Uh, and what a fun game that was. What an exciting to watch that was. And this game was nothing like that. It was really nothing like that at all. It was another of Alabama's February grind them out wins. Uh, Mississippi State's been that way. Vandy's been that way. Um, and all, all i say that I, pre- most- I
0: preferred this one. I preferred this one over the first one. <laughs> yeah. It, it, at least it never that. it never got that
1: serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I see. You but know,
0: in terms of an exciting basketball, John game, Petty, you John know,
1: Petty basically with the big in both games.
0: So yeah, both times had, had the biggest shot in both games, despite like not necessarily shooting the ball great. I and mean, he three of seven for three. Um I'm looking at the Georgia game. I'm sorry. It's a night podcast, so it, yeah. it, we're not, you're not going to get our 100% tonight. Uh, yeah, Teddy was three of eight from three. Shaq five of nine. The album only shoots overall 29% from three, which is below their season average. Um, but we're able to limit Auburn's three-point shooting. Um, one thing that's kind of concerning I feel like was the rebounding. Auburn rebounded the ball really, really well.
1: Yeah, they, they just didn't for whatever reason, they didn't turn a lot of those into points. Right.
0: They, and they had, yeah, the offense, yeah. Although they had 14 offensive rebounds and yeah. I think only had like well, four second chance points. Huh? Yeah. Right. So, so at least we were like guarding them after that
1: Guarding. A little bit of that Hunter was, they were long. Some of them were long rebounds. Right. Long, long rebounds. So you're essentially you resetting
0: chance your offense. Yeah.
1: Well, you do have a chance to reset, but, um, no, I'd be interested to see um, as a sidelight, you know, not there's no really connection to Alabama, but how Auburn closes out the year on Saturday. Um, not going to be in the tournament. Might have been a might might end up being a good decision. It's too early to tell whether the self-imposed sanction they, they picked the right year and they'll get credit for it or. or Remains to be seen how that works out for him,
0: but part um, of me thinks they did that just for me because they probably would have been playing on Wednesday this year, and man, <laughs> that would have almost resulted in—I don't know. I mean, I've gotten a lot of run out of them not being eligible for the SEC tournament, but I could have really made some Wednesday jokes. So. Oh,
1: you're still making Auburn-Missouri Wednesday jokes from from 2017?
0: That
1: 16? Yeah, 2017.
0: One of my favorite basketball games of all time. It's uh, about probably. So, all right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the upcoming game against Georgia and the ICC tournament. This is the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Homefield Apparel and Wickles Pickles. Welcome back to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Homefield Apparel and Wickles Pickles. A quick word on Wickles Wickles, wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wickles are proud to be album-owned and made using a family recipe 90 years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches to Christmas dinner, their secret recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky enough to get a jar. But this 1998, they've been bringing the sweet, heat, and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at wicklespickles.com and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. You can also find them at Wine Bar in Tuscaloosa next to Central Mesa on Greensboro Avenue. I went in there a couple weeks ago. And the uh, manager there, Kalen Anderson, a um, friend of mine, showed me that up top they had this giant-ass jar of wickles. Like, I need I need the wickles people to send me one of these giant-ass jars. I mean, it was a huge jar of wickles, and they used them for their charcuterie board. So hit up Wine Bar, enjoy wickles. All right, so Bama in Athens this week, or on Saturday, was, I believe it's a 1.30 tip-off. Um, first game, uh, 2 o'clock tip-off. I'm sorry, 1 o'clock tip-off. CBS game. Um, First game against Georgia, obviously, Alabama had its greatest offensive output of the season. Um, I I would not expect that necessarily in this game, but it would be nice to see Alabama's offense really
1: put together. 115 would be a surprise. But you'd like to see in the 80s, I think, from Alabama. Um, Georgia's tougher at home. Um, Samir Wheeler is, is you know, he gets to the basket. He's a fun guy to watch. Uh, they've got some some other guys that can that can score a little bit. Um, and again, they've played much better in Athens than they have on the road. They've been up and down. Except
0: except, except for except for last Saturday.
1: Right, right. They, they played they like abs- they
0: played like ass against South Carolina. <laughs>
1: no. South Carolina just pummeled them twice this year I think. Right? it's
0: wild cuz like South Carolina like is I mean they're not that good and then just beats the crap out of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the uh, what the residual rivalry is how Frank Martin and Tom Green get along but yeah. But the, it's, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting scenario and we've talked about this for Alabama in terms of it's going to take some senior leadership um, some guys who say... Look, the championship's clinched. Even though the championship was clinched against Auburn, there's a different motivational level
0: for it's a rivalry game. Right. It's the Ivor, Rival-
1: rivalry game. Quick turnaround. You know, I don't think there was even any time to you know, the championship to to sink in entirely. Um, right. Now they've had the neck cutting ceremony.
0: And it probably sank in then. And right. I'm glad that game was on a Tuesday. So you get a few days to, all right, you're over that at this point. right? And so now it's time to take care of business in Athens as opposed to, like, the last time Alabama clinched an SEC title and cut the nets down against Auburn and Tuscaloosa, this was 2002, we go to Oxford and just get drilled. Um, I the think it was pummel. like 84-56. I mean, and, and that that score is not indicative of how – like I mean, they had us, like, doubled up in the first 10 minutes. Like, at um, no point did anybody think – I was, <laughs> gonna
1: win there. That game. I was there. I was there okay. and it was brutal, believe me. Right. Um,
0: yeah,
1: but so you know, is that a possibility? So, sure, but I will say this when when your team is, is built around defense as Alabama has been, uh, defense carries over uh, offense doesn't always carry over, but defense carries over from game to game.
0: Right. So, I don't uh, think it's it's not a likelihood it, like, as much of a likelihood as it was, and I think we, I mean, some of us could be in, in, O2, in O2, You probably saw it.
1: Yeah. I saw like like some said. bad defensive habits in that game. In <laughs> <To be> perfect,
0: <laughs> well, you saw so some honest. bad defensive habits in that on that whole team, probably a little bit, because we were not a great defensive team in O two. It was more so the offense that carried that team.
1: Right, right, but um, but this year. They've surprised everybody with how good they've been defensively. I think they're third third in the country today. I think that's right.
0: I mean um, hell, they even surprised Nate Oates. I mean he wanted us to be like I think he said top he, 20. he said the goal for the season was top thirty. Top thirty. And he was <laughs> next thing you knew he looked up we're number one in the country for a time. <laughs> so yeah, and
1: I think that's unexpected. And I think it'll be interesting once they get in the postseason. And people Right now, Alabama, in just about every prediction that I've seen, is a two seed. And Hampton beat Arkansas, right? Um, Hampton beat Iowa State that time. Hey, you're breaking. there has been man. a couple of. There's only been the one. There's only been the one 16 1, but um, but you play and you should win against a 15. And then the team you play that was in that 7 10 game, they have no prep time for you. They can't have, you know, if you're in a 7 10 game, you got to prepare for who you're playing for in that first round. You can't. Right. So, so somebody, that's why I didn't like, and it's all hypothetical. I didn't like Lenardi's bracket because it would have been like playing Clemson in the second round. And um, you'd rather play somebody, I think if you're Alabama, you'd rather play somebody that hadn't seen you, that thinks you're just a three point slinging Loyola Marymount team from 1990 um, and doesn't have a, enough time to. I mean, they'll do scout, you know, you scout everybody in your bracket and then some, but you don't have, you only have the one day to implement it. Um, And so it, it, that's yet yet another reason. I think Alabama would probably have to lose it, Georgia, and lose in the first round of the tournament to fall off the two line right now.
0: Yeah. I I
1: think if they win, I, I think a win in Athens doesn't hurt, might help, uh, win that first-round game in Nashville, and I think
0: you're inked in on the two-line. Right, but what you're playing for now is you don't want to be the the two in Gonzaga's. You would prefer to be in probably Illinois at this point. So, like, win a couple games, and you're probably going to stick there. Right. Winning's good and losing's bad, as Coach McIntyre told me.
1: Yes, that's so Sage advice there by, by Coach Bryant. Yes. That, that has held yeah. true. That's a true story, by the way. He did tell me. I asked some kind of convoluted question. It was near where if, if Auburn and Georgia tied, then Alabama would get to chase said, "Son, All I know is winning's good and losing's bad. And that has held true. so.
0: Well, um, awesome. So, we're going to do – we'll do another podcast The, next rare, week.
1: the rare Coach Bryant anecdote. The rare Coach Bryant anecdote on the podcast.
0: So. We lo- leave the football references off, but I thought like that was a pretty good one. We'll do another podcast probably on Monday or Tuesday next week before the ICC tournament. Um, Real, so,
1: no,
0: go, real quick,
1: if go ahead. anybody hadn't seen it, and we'll retweet it. I was at the state tournament yesterday Um, and saw J.J. Davidson play. Davidson, it's – there's – There's no D. Davis.
0: Well, there's one D.
1: Um, Well, he's got one D, and he'll he'll (laughs) learn more about D when he gets here. But uh, (laughs) very good midfield team. Credit to midfield. Um, JD scored 45 points. They they guarded him pretty aggressively, and he didn't shoot the three um, as as well. I, I think he's threes have been better this season over the course of the season. Um, but now, I don't know if you saw any highlights, Hunter. I know you've seen highlights along. years. As far as getting to the rim, uh, he can get it to the rim. And the Alabama fans are like, why can't they finish? Why can't they make a layup? He can finish. So so that part of it, he, he brings with him. Um, a lot of other Learning curve in SEC basketball, but physically, athletically, uh, you you have you have eyewitnessed Ja Morant. I'm not going to yes. make that comparison because Jaw was older when he came to Coleman. And just over put on a damn on show. <laughs> <laughs> one of the rare, one of the rare opponent appearances in Coleman where the Alabama student section was applauding the other team's guy at the right. end of the game. That,
0: that dunk he had in the last minute was just absolutely gross. Like, I mean, I was applauding him as he wanted. It was incredible. It,
1: but so I'm not going to put, Yeah, you know, John's a little taller. He was certainly older at that time. But in terms of athletic ability, uh, JD's got that kind of potential. I'll put it that way.
0: And no good here in the summer. He'll have time to put in work on defense. Like, and if he can't play defense, he ain't gonna play. Like, because that's kind of become the mentality right. of this team. And those these other guys aren't gonna accept not playing defense. So.
1: Right. Just just ball on the floor, um, from three quarter court to the rim. Hunter, picture a, a bigger
0: Kyra. Yeah, you want him on your team for sure. Yeah,
1: you don't, You'd rather. You'd rather. Work with him, then play against him. I will promise.
0: Absolutely. Him. Absolutely.
1: So, but, but, you know, not to make the expectations too high. He, he needs to get on campus. Needs to play with Shaq and Gary and you know the other returning guys. It'll, it'll bounce him around a little bit, and uh, that'll be a, it'll be fun to see. But there's a lot making
0: or remaining in the oven this year. Right. Really hope that he maintains the uh, the hair. Also, uh, if he if he if he gets rid of the hair, I'm going to be very upset. I'm a big fan <laughs> of it. Like, you you know where so. he is. I'll put it that way. For sure, for sure. We appreciate um, all y'all listening. Um, check it out on. Please, if you're going to listen, I mean, Todd, listen on ToddSports.com, TouchesOfNews.com, um, Apple Podcasts. I don't even know if we're on Spotify or not. It might be, but. Wherever you listen, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Again, we'll be back next week. See if you got anything else. Yeah, we'll we'll be earlier
1: next week because I won't be so swamped
0: with writing because there won't be a.
1: The, yeah, we'll be back earlier next week. I hope. Um, hopefully, record on Monday with our yeah. big
0: SEC tournament preview. Once we'll finally know the bracket because right now, like I think I saw we're like. One team could be a ten or it could be a four. Like there's a lot jumbled up there in the middle. But how freeing it is! Yeah, it, it's
1: it's jumbled up. You know, right now, if, if they weren't playing these Saturday games, Alabama would be playing the Kentucky Mississippi State winner. Wow. But right, that can change. So well, what I was going
0: to say is how freeing it is right now to know that Alabama knows exactly when they're going to play. They're going to play yeah. at noon on Friday with a double bye. Um, and that's that's as an Alabama basketball fan, that is. Really, really nice. It's a nice Seems like a long that. time since they had that double bye, doesn't it? It's been since 2013, um, mm-hmm. when we actually won that first game against Tennessee and then lost to Florida because Anthony Grant was our basketball coach. And we always lost to Florida when <laughs> <League>. Anthony <laughs> Grant was our basketball coach. And I love Anthony Grant. That's not a dig on Grant. We just always lost to Florida, but he was our basketball coach. It is what it is. So, Couldn't beat Donovan. Couldn't do it. No, he definitely could not. Hell, nobody. I mean, it took it's not like, even it's like, before we won. He was he
1: was like a Nick Saban assistant going yeah. up against Nick. He just couldn't do it.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. Man, two well, football we, references. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fog Cecil over here, really, really, really trying to. I, hey, we might need to advertise that. We'll really spread it out. Con, get more Fog lists. Hunter,
1: considering the mileage I've put in for basketball in the last eight days, um, nobody's calling you a
0: Fog pal. Nobody's calling you a fog, pal. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Wickles, Pickles and Homefield Apparel.